Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Welcome to the Psychic Call Shop. I'm Ace tonight, and of course, we've got Techie Joe and Miss Amanda with us tonight. How are you two doing? Doing great. Doing all right. Yeah, it's been a week, I'm telling you. This shit better change soon, and that's all I have to say about it. Granted, you know, we've got some planets coming out of retrograde, and the fun part is, is we got a full moon, Friday the 13th. Can we say horror flicks beginning to happen? Yes. Yeah, it's Pretty we're much. already feeling the effects. Uh, it's going to be uh-huh. Pisces, which means that everybody's going to be having trouble focusing on things. And it's kind of bringing out a lot of, you know, sad emotions. I think people are just feeling emotionally wiped out and challenged right now. Well, I think they're feeling that. I also feel like, you know, they're looking at things and going, hmm, you know, where's my value? Who's paying my value? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's in Pisces and, you know, it's emotional and it's, you know, where are the emotions? How are the emotions? What are the emotions are? What are we going to do with the emotions? It's like, oh, come on. Let's get moving. Yeah, and unfortunately, if if people don't have something clear to focus on, if they're trying to come up with a game plan for what's coming up, it's sort of like they're awaiting more information and the information is, is not coming in clearly. Right. Or so not this is a at tough all. time. Yeah. So it's a tough time to make any kind of decisions. It's almost better to just gather your information while you can, and then wait to make a move. In you know when things kind of calm down after the full moon after after Friday. Mhm. Well, yeah, and then preppy guys self up because. Beginning of the horror film, we have the full moon on Friday the 13th. This is the last time until 2049 for a full moon on Friday the 13th. Do not lose (laughs) your head in between now and then. Then we go dancing into October. And on October 31st, Mercury goes retrograde again. Welcome to the Halloween of horror. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not good. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. So does that mean when you have those candies with the clawed hands, they're going to malfunction and launch themselves at trick-or-treaters? Yes. 
and trick-or-treaters may go missing and miscommunicate with their parents where they're going. You may miss forget that it's even, you know, Halloween or they're trick-or-treating that night. But you know they won't trick-or-treat on Halloween most times. Something That's about, true. you know, yeah. being too strong or whatever. So with Mercury in shadow going into retrograde or in shadow living in or living in retrograde, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. You pranksters might want to watch because your eggs may not break on time and may break in your, on you. Um, trick-or-treaters may go missing. Barbecue may occur. People may think it's the 4th of July. Speaking of the 4th of July, I recently went to the town hall meeting. Do you know that they've now, you know, they they've set freaking hours on when you can set fireworks off? No. You know. Yes. Really? You know, the state, yeah, because it used to be illegal in the state of West Virginia to set off fireworks. Well, the state governor's got a clue that, gee, we've been doing that since, I don't know, Marco Polo came back from Japan. (laughs) Um, So why don't we legally do that? Okay. So now the city government has been a little crotchety and went, oh, we need to make sure that we only schedule between 6 and 11 on the on like four holidays out of the year. And one holiday, it's from 6 to 1, and there's a debate on how they list that. I'm like, come on, government regulation, LCAD. Yeah. Yeah, because that seems lately that that's the one thing that sort of brings everybody together is when they see the fireworks and they see the displays, and it's kind of a nice mm-hmm. surprise. Well, it I is don't a think nice surprise. I think they're afraid of being shown up. Because we have one neighbor on the other side of the street, on the other street, that shown up Oak Hill's fireworks this year. I'm like, okay. You know, <laughs> if the non-professionals are doing it better, where's the issue? I think the issue is they don't want to pay yeah. people for doing good fireworks. Mhm. Didn't they have a malfunction somewhere? Well, I just wanted was there a malfunction somewhere where all the fireworks went off like at the very beginning? I thought I read that somewhere. Possibly. It wasn't here, but we went to Feville and it was pretty there, but they could have done bigger. What about you, yeah. Joe? Because I know this is one of your favorite items of the world, is fireworks. Well, I, I'm more about the professional show, and you're right. The, uh, not that the Oak Hill City fireworks show was bad. Um, it was definitely, you know, a decent um, small-town fireworks show. I mean, for a small town, it was really nice. Um I can kind of understand both sides of the coin. I've had that neighbor that does, you know, 30 crazy nights of, you know, we went across the border and we bought like, you know, $6,000 worth of amateur fireworks and we're just going to set that off. You know, we're doling them out like 10 at a time until the night, whatever night that is whether it's New Year's, Halloween, Christmas, like name a holiday, they did it every year. 
for every mm-hmm. holiday, July 4th included. And, uh, yeah, I, I get a little cranky when I have fireworks hitting my roof because that was their bright idea. They <laughs> they shot it away from their own house. You know, yay, not, don't shoot yourself with the fireworks. Um, and hit my roof. Like, I'm just sitting there all night long hearing, thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, really? Really? But then they got in competition with another group of kids that were coming to the parking lot that was behind the house. And so, you know, bam, 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 bam. I'm like, guys, it is two in the morning. You have been at it for three hours. Stop yeah. already. You know, uh, that's the problem I have. And I think that's more so where a lot of people are. Now, I know there are some people that between PTSD and pets that, you know, freak out, that's more so their issue. And I, there's never going to be a happy there. Like every backfiring car is going to make them upset. And that, I'm not right. trying to be dismissive. It's just the reality um, it mm-hmm. is trying to quiet the world for someone else doesn't work all that well. Um, there's always going to be loud noises. Yes, we know it's fireworks. Yes, we know it's problematic for you. We understand that. We're empathetic of that. But I I I can't muff, I can't mute the world. No one can mute the world for you. This is why you're going to need intensive therapy and uh, assistance. And if it's your pet, you know, I, I there's a limit there. Again, how how much do you want me to do? I can't mute the world because your pet has anxiety. I uh-huh. I don't know what to tell you. Get a pet psychologist. Try to work it out. Maybe a little puppy value. That. Maybe a little owner value. That. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, take your pet and put them beside you. Hold them, cuddle them. You know what's going on. If they see it, they tend to be fine with it. The problem I mm-hmm. see normally with pets and fireworks is they don't know what it is. Now, that mm-hmm. you know fireworks. Take if he sees them, he likes them. My dogs were perfectly uh, comfortable on the porch watching uh, the fireworks in St. Albans and then across the river in Nitro. They just hung out. They didn't freak out. And actually, this was the puppy's oh. first, you know, first um, fireworks display, and she did great. Yeah. So it could but it again, could it could. Right. Yeah. Ah. I wasn't lighting. I I we had a meme in in the uh, Crystal Lotus Shop um, page that said that had aggressive uh, incense sticks and it showed sparklers. I love that. At least we didn't oh, have. Yeah. I didn't have any aggressive. <laughs> incense sticks close to my dogs because that would have really affected them. Well, use common sense. You know, yeah. I don't hand Vlad a sparkler. I'll probably take it and put it <laughs> at Joe's feet. Yeah, probably. 
So what were we? And another. We were talking about a few things, yeah. Yeah, we were talking, we were about, talking about the vaping stuff. Yeah, you know, this crazy balloon. Yeah, this vaping stuff, which is coming out, and you know, I know a lot of vapors. And I caught something, and I only caught it because of Pecky Joe. A lot of thing, a lot of the vaping stuff that's causing trouble is black market, um, which means it right. isn't regulated. It's someone cooking it up in their kitchen, and they're using right. tocopherol as their carrier yeah. oil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Care to educate our listeners on testosterol? Yeah. This is the fun things you learn when you have an aloe allergy, is that most of the vitamin E that you find in products is sourced from aloe. In addition, because that wasn't bad enough, because the whole, like, shower aisle of the, uh, of the store just total nightmare for me. If it doesn't have aloe, it has vitamin E. Or it has both. Like, you know, kill me twice. But (laughs) turn around, and so, you know, yeah. So then turn around, and we we didn't, and I thought it was good. I had finally gotten to the point that I've understood that most of the vitamin E in products is sourced from aloe. Okay, so my life has gotten fairly decent. Turn around, and so yeah, he fixes me. Fixes me a slim fast shake, and I get horrifically sick. Like I, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's going on. We just chalked it up to you know I must have been coming down with something, and then the minute something hit my stomach, that was it. All right. So fast forward a while later. Again, he fixes me a slim fast shake. And, okay, cool. And no more than finished it, and same thing. My body just blows apart. And I'm, and this is when the light bulb goes off for him, that it's got to be something in the shake. What could possibly be in the shake that would cause a violent reaction like this for him? And so he's reading through, and da, 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 and he hits a word he's not really familiar with. He's seen it before, but, you know, it's one of those chemical words. So Sephiroth. So he looks online and finds out that this is a stabilizer, um, especially used in oils and any food, basically, that has a fat. It can um, you can use a toast, uh, use to to help uh, stabilize that and keep it from falling apart, um, so you don't have that whole breakdown of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, then he goes, okay, but but what is that? Oh yeah, it's a vitamin E derivative. So most of the mm-hmm. vitamin E is sourced from aloe. <laughs> Tocopherol is sourced right. from vitamin E. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to your so aloe shake. Right. But looking at this and what we've learned with the sephiroth, which the media is referring to as vitamin E, is it 
mm-hmm. is not a pure form of aloe. It's actually the green part of the aloe um, mm-hmm. that they're making it out of. And then they're taking and making it into a – so you get the stuff that you take and fry fries in. For the people at McDonald's mm-hmm. that work for McDonald's, you know that's fry oil. That is basically tocopherol. And it's coating your lungs because you're vaping black market, marijuana, black market, um, CBD, you know, not normal vaping. But again, it's all, it's not, and a lot of people get on the meat, but it's not a, how it should be taken in. You eat anything, you know, if you look at, like, lotion and stuff, it says do not breathe, do not ingest. Who in their right mm-hmm. mind, which backyard <laughs> garden chemist, decided, oh, let's use this? <laughs> you know, some people are fun, and it's like, <laughs> ah, it works just the same. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'll be fine. You know, and, and to get a little crude yeah. for a moment, I, I've dated someone who thought grabbing a bottle of uh, shampoo would, would would be an appropriate lubricant for <clears throat> internal no. use. No. Was it having And I shoulders? just had, like, I no, it was whatever. I think it was honestly the same shampoo I'm using now, which is even worse. Which is even wow. worse because it's because I use Dove Men, the the one with the green label. I forget what it's called specifically, but it's the one that is um, caffeinated and mentholated. And I'm going no. Like, get away from me with that. Are you crazy? Like, no, you're not putting that inside. No, no, you do not use that. Right. You said it was caffeinated? But that's what these people are doing. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it's supposed, I forget, it's like awake and refresh or whatever. I forget what the green one is. Um, It's refresh. It's my favorite of the dumb, yeah, it's refresh or whatever. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's got this really like, it's supposed to be invigorating and it is mm-hmm. like, God forbid <laughs> you ever get stuff in your eye. Like that's bad enough. Like that'll just make you want to cancel your mom because it's like, uh, I can't function. Um, right. if it does, it's really bad. It's like, it's like, hi, just imagine for a moment. You, you you end up your everything wants to contract and expand at the same time because that's ultimately what the two substances do. Um, but but because great of the menthol, you ended up you. Oh yeah, it's great for hair. I assume yeah, I don't know. For the human Maybe body. that's why all mine's gone. So can you imagine? Um, can you imagine yeah. taking that and putting it on a 250-degree burner, turning it into a smoke, and then inhaling it. 
No. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah, yeah. this is. It's like taking mm-hmm. CBD lotion and heating it up and inhaling it. Oh, God. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> People. People has lots of good again, ideas. Look at, Just ask them. Look at, kids that, look at kids that think it's a great idea to smoke fentanyl patches. You know? Well, you know. It's like, or or huff paint in, in back in the day, whatever that is. You know, it's, oh, it's amazing the kids, to me. The adults. There's the right. adults. Ask them what you can do with batteries and Sudafed. Um, you know, hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but you know, sorry, that's as much attention as I paid. Like batteries and Sudafed, that does not sound like a good time to me. I'm not having that. The thing. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> not interested. Thanks. Like, mmm, battery acid and Sudafed. What could be better? Uh, that's <laughs> that is. That's as far as I got. That's as far as I got. I was like, yeah, no, I don't need to see any any more of this to know that this is not something I want to do. Like, mm-mm, right. no. but yeah. yeah, and we've all worked in small business. Yeah. Why would we back house source this stuff? Uh-huh. Well, I think if a lot of it's made in China, they always look for the cheapest source possible. Well, see, this isn't even made in China. This is made in your garage. Right. But even there were even some issues with those things made in China. Right. Because there's no regulations over there. Right. Right. And, you know, and then... And, yes, CBD has a lot of great uses. It's a great product, but I don't think it should be at 500 degrees and a vitamin E oil. If you wouldn't eat your lotion, you don't need at 500 degrees. You don't need to have an extra thing to it. That's why I suck the cigarette. I've had a pen. You know, I didn't vape. You vaped, Joe. How did you not die from that? You know, there was a very short period. I was like, okay, this is this will be cool. And then I don't know. It just got to a point that it wasn't like I, I it wasn't doing anything for me. It was like I just really want a cigarette. Like just, right. just I just want a cigarette. Like so, it didn't yeah. it didn't really cut down on your uh, wanting to smoke. Then is that what you're saying? It did for a while, but, like, and I'm sure this was a large part of why I was having issues. Um, I, I wasn't having, like, the popcorn lung or any lung issues. Actually, well, technically I was having a lot of airway issues. I was mm-hmm. so dried out. There was no amount uh-huh. of water that would fix it. Um, I was mm-hmm. just so dried out. Um, you know, and, and nosebleeds, like once the nosebleeds happened and I'm sitting here going, I'm not getting anything from this. Um, <laughs> I, that's when I stopped. I was like, I'm done. I give up. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, no, now we know what happens 
horrible. You know, oxygen based when you get vitamin E. Yeah. Well, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming um, that that could have been in some of the products I was buying. I would hope not. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that, and I got really tired, I have to admit. The the shop I was going to to get my supplies, it, it was like every single minute they were open in the day, they were having a cloud contest. So you just open the door, and it's like walking into a cloud. You can't <laughs> tell where you're going. I, and I'm not making – like, I'm not joking. Um, you can't tell where you're going, like, your eyes start to burn, it just, after, like, no, 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 I get, there are people who, who like to make the big clouds, and they don't use, you know, um, uh, nicotine-based, uh, vapes, and they're having a good time, and, yeah. But honestly, in that moment, yeah. it's like, you know, a few more of these people could die. Like, could mm-hmm. we kill a few of these? Like, or send well, them outside. Send them outside. That would be great. Send them outside. Can you send them outside? We'd like you to go outside. That's what was getting yeah. me. I, I, that was right. one of the, the other parts of it is I was getting sick and tired of the vape store. And the study mm-hmm. little attitude. Like, if you're not there for sub-ohm, mega-cloud, lung, and then ready to debate whether or not lung hits are better than mouth hits, and, you know, it went crazy. Realistically, vaping mm-hmm. went crazy. It, it, went, it moved from, you know, like, quit smoking or alternative to smoking that's a little more socially acceptable to... Like, pit my lungs. Like, uh-huh. I, and it, overnight, overnight, it went from alternative to smoking, enjoyed by your mom, to pit my lungs. You know, I want to fire breathe cloud smoke. You know, and <laughs> yeah. No. No. It, no, I mean, it was insane. It was insane. And um, for a while there, I was behind it, and I'm like, this is cool, this is awesome, this can be cool and awesome at least. Yeah, it's got some issues, that's because it's new, you know, maybe if you had paid a little more attention to Philip Morris many, many years ago, you know, wouldn't have been finding out about all the formaldehyde later, and asbestos and all this shit. Uh, But, you know, that said... Um, you know, that's what I liken it to, is that this is new, and there's a lot of people trying to get in on the action. There's not a lot of large companies. There's not a, a ton of research. Everyone's kind of off doing their own thing. Um, and a lot of Chinese companies found a foot-in-the-door moment, and a lot of home-based businesses found a foot-in-the-door moment. Um mm-hmm. I'm all about small business. I think small businesses are great. What I have a problem with is small home-based chemistry sets. Like, well, hold on. especially if nothing, hold on. if if nothing is regulated, yeah. 
Because you don't know what yeah, ingredients like, you know, are going in. Yeah. You don't know what yeah, how safe yeah. they are. I mean, and, and well, especially when you're working cookie. with new tech, you're working with new ideas, you're working with new – right. And, and who else inspects this? Who knows what they're looking for? At this yes, that's, they don't. that's the big thing. They don't thing. know what they're looking for. You know, it's not right. like making your own CBD oil or making your own, you know – um, candles and your own lotions and those things have acceptable products that you use. People know what they are. You figure out really quickly if someone's an idiot um, and doesn't know what they're doing. There's classes you can take, but this is all new. And so, yeah, this this has been very very poorly handled by the communities. Um, that seem to have popped up just to make a quick buck. Like, they don't care about Mm -hmm. papers. They don't care if you die. They don't care about research. They don't care about... um, And they're not really interested at all in finding out, hey, there's a better way to do this, or, yeah, that's a great idea, but don't do this. Please don't do this, because this is the chemical chain reaction that occurs and you'll die. Um, mm-hmm. No one's interested, no one cares Everyone's like, anti-government, blah, blah, blah Because where this has popped up a lot um, Vaping especially Has popped up a lot Within I'm just going to be rude and call them the tinfoil hat club the, And I mean the extreme edges of this um, I don't know why that group of people in particular Have chosen this as their like banner forefront item but there's a lot of them that came out of their caves and took up vaping and became like vape crazy and they're out there yeah. no government regulation screw government blah 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 don't let anyone tell so you what were, you can do so they were vaping and it's like oh my god friends? Yeah, basically vape vigilanteism. Well, actually, technically, I guess it would be um, vape. Um, oh, I keep wanting to say antichrist, but that's not it. Anarchism. <laughs> anarchism. Oh, anarchism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, sorry. That's one of those little flippant like things about me is antichrist and, uh, um, oh God. Anarchy. How am I going to do it? An- anarchism. Every time I get to say anarchism, Antichrist flies out of my mouth. <laughs> it's Pavlovian at this point. I don't know what it is. I don't know where I picked it up, but anarchism is a hard word for me to just say without going Antichrist. Nope, that's not it. Anarchism. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not the only um, one that... that goes through uh, several iterations of vocabulary till I get the word I'm really looking for. Uh-huh. Well, I, just, uh, I was curious because as somebody who doesn't smoke, I didn't uh, know if mm-hmm. vaping tastes better, if it's, you know, it, it, is it a flavor thing for young Because I, I know I've read that a lot of kids are getting into vaping because they have all these flavors and so they're trying to appeal to younger kids to get them 
you know, involved in it. Plus, you well, know, I think, I'm kind of, like you said, it's the flavor of the month kind of a activity. Oh, well, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, the flavor doesn't uh, make it unenjoyable. Let's put it that way. Um, I think that's a stretch personally on, you know, that these companies are advertising towards minors because it tastes good. Um, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there going, that's kind of like, for me, because my favorite drink in the world is Midori. I think Midori, Midori Sours, Midori and Sprite. I think Midori is a wonderful melon liqueur. Um, I love Midori. Um, but if it tasted like, you know, isopropyl alcohol, and that was the only flavor of alcohol you could get at a bar. You know, no more uh, mixed drinks, no blue motorcycles, no sex on the beach. It's all just going to taste like isopropyl. If the, And that's what I liken it to. Then, no, I wouldn't be as interested, and I'm sure children wouldn't be interested either. But we seem to be able to tolerate the concept that if you can go into a bar and ID someone and, you know, they can have a blue motorcycle, a sex on the beach, a Midori sour, a whatever, um, and that flavoring alcohol um, and, and flavored alcoholic beverages are not, you know, marketing to children just because they have a flavor that's fruity or fun or whatever, you know, chocolate and all that then I don't understand why there's this much of a problem around um, vapes and smoking. I don't. I don't <laughs> get it. Uh-huh. Um, well, the thing I miss I most think in the problem. world are the Camel Primos. Mm-hmm. They were a wonderful cigarette. I dearly love them, and they got taken off the market for the same reason is, oh, it's marketing to children. It tastes good. It's like, I'm an adult. I like cream in my coffee as well, you know. (laughs) Or I can. I'm allowed to do that, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Hi. Here's the thing, and the big thing for me, and it's always my aggravation with things, is Mm -hmm. I get so tired of being controlled. I spent 18 years under the dictatorship of a parent, mm-hmm. I'm well past that. Mm-hmm. I do not need to be told. You don't stand mm-hmm. your ladder on an uneven surface. I do not need to have decisions made on products that I want to buy or enjoy. Although I do expect mm-hmm. them to be told if it's not a product that is correctly made and manufactured. You know, if I buy cookies at a bake sale, I expect them to be a little burnt. If I have cookies at Walmart, I expect them to be perfect. Same thing uh-huh. with other products. Now, granted, I am a smoker. I smoke as a, for two reasons. One is medical and one is a personal choice. <laughs> I get so annoyed mm-hmm. with people that do that. Well, you should do this, or you should do that, or you should quit, or you should don't, don't smoke here, don't smoke there. That's discrimination. Uh-huh. But the bigger problem here is we've got 33 states, 
which means it's a large mom-and-pop displayer or mm-hmm. a product that should have been tested a little bit longer, but they didn't care because it was to take care of the evil nicotine problem, which, uh-huh. you know, if they do some research, a little bit more research, they'd find out most of the things that they say smoking causes is actually caused in general by our environment um, or our DNA. They won't look at it. It's the easiest way to tax us, you know, so that we can pay for the children's health care for in West Virginia, the roads in West Virginia. Um, let me see what else. They've raised taxes to on cigarettes to pay for welfare benefits, you know, anything they can tax on. But there's zero studies on, on medical uses. There's zero studies on something that was designed medically. Um, and that annoys me. But now we're having this vape thing come out because they, it was unregulated. It was uncontrolled. Now watch. They'll start taxing it within two years. They'll start regulating it and making it be like Fafuelos Morris or something else within two years. Because this is the pattern we've seen over mm-hmm. and over again. The government needs money, so they go and tax what they call lad, you know, your luxury, the things you enjoy in life. Well, yeah. technically, these vice taxes. Um, but yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing with vice taxes is supposedly you can't argue about it is because you technically can opt out by not participating in the vice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of, it gets ridiculous after a while, especially when you realize just how much of the cost of a product becomes mm-hmm. the taxes attached to the product. The, the, the actual cost of the product is not that bad. Um, but the taxes you're paying for the product. Now, a luxury tax um, is more so like our gas prices. You're, you're effectively hitting people with a luxury tax of the option of driving a car um, and taxing for road maintenance and taxing for this program, that program, and five other programs. Because again, the co- the the cost of gas is significantly lower than what it is what you're actually paying at the pump. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, fifty eight and a half cents for this, and thirty cents for that, and ten cents for this, and two cents for that. Um, suddenly, the price of gas um, as a base unit. Um, gets very, very important to what you're actually paying at the pump. Because mm-hmm. there's a lovely sheet there, or a lovely little decal there that tells you what you're actually paying for in addition to the cost of gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we already pay, we're being taxed to death. One way or another, mm-hmm. we're being taxed to death. For what? You know, they have problems even protecting our data, Equifax. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and now they're making it even harder to file a claim. And what's interesting, and I do find this severely interesting, 
because um, I just done it and went, oh, crap, I'm included in the settlement. Because, you know, hmm. I received no email, no mail, no messages, no nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But during their process, boom, yeah, you're part of the settlement. Now they're making it more complicated to file the set for your cash payout of $125 for having your information sold to the black market. Because Equifax at has most, control of their data. At most. Yeah, at most $125. That ship sailed long ago. They only mm-hmm. – like this was the, the crackpot option. That mm-hmm. was $125 for credit monitoring was the crackpot option. It's the right. we're we think we're giving you a really phenomenal deal, but just in case anyone objects, here's $125 and go away. Lo and behold, everyone has I think pretty much hit the limit on this crap. Um, mm-hmm. That it doesn't matter anymore, um, at least in terms of you know pay for credit monitoring. Um, because LifeLock, the biggest name in credit monitoring services, their CEO or their their owner was so so convinced of the security of his product that he advertised his own social security number, and he now lives with the regret of that decision because it turns out their product not all that awesome. Um, right. People are routinely establishing credit in his uh, name and social security number. And in addition, um, he has had to change his social security number, um, a thing that the Social Security Administration did not appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we've learned at this point is that credit monitoring, unless you're you're doing it yourself, honestly, seriously, credit karma, go, pay attention, watch out, you know what I mean? Um, unless you're actually actively on top of this um, and you go at least once a month and check on what's going on, what's been reported, is there anything new, is this what happened? Um, unless you're doing that, then no, LifeLock or any other credit monitoring service is never going to be intelligent enough to actually spot all the different types of financial crime that affects your credit. Um, right. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Right. And we, um, you wrote a great article. It's up on, is it up on P, um, PCS Network or is it over on Mystic? Oh, that's a wonderful question. Did I post that? I don't know. I don't I, you know, it's been a little busy, okay? <laughs> uh-huh. It may be sitting in traps. I have no idea. Um, you but yes, I, no, I, I read it online. I just got to think where you're at. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, bah, 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 bah. It may be over... Well, are you talking... Well, 
there's does this app make me look hot? Um well it's not on Mystic, so let me see if it made it to PCSP. Um message a guy and tell him what you're you know, gonna do tonight. Um like I don't know if I ever got it posted. I really don't. Oh, it's been it's been a thing, you know. Um, but yeah, let's see. Mountain bears. Oh, unless I posted it to Facebook, there's a possibility. No, I've read it on one of our sites. Give me a minute. But Annie, okay, you may not find good point. I will, and then I'll stare it into our lovely uh, um, chat room. But you made some excellent Mm -hmm. points, you know, that they didn't think that you, you know, that people would take the 125 option. They thought that their services were more important. And it's like, no, we'll take the 125 option. You just, you know, pay us our money. Yeah, Um, for your stupidity. You know, this is the stupidity fee. Yeah, because you're not you're you're not uh, protecting people. You're you're incapable right. of doing it. I can do better with credit karma myself. Thank you very much. Um, right. Two, they make a lot of outlandish claims in credit monitoring services as far as what they're going to do, because it makes it sound like you have your own personal advisor to help you with any problems you may have. Yeah, you can do the same thing online. It, it's not, mm-hmm. and more importantly, you can do it better. Um, because usually what happens with a lot of these situations and the, the having worked for a debt collection agency, we've seen it happen, is um, <laughs> people will uh, contract with companies for a variety of services, but our least favorite was the ones who contracted for credit repair. Um, Now, Mm -hmm. in a situation where you legit have a credit problem caused by identity theft, et cetera, they're not filing the police report, which helps you. Um, They're most likely only going to get it off your credit for at most a month or two. And that's because they have done a request for verification of debt. Verification of debt, while it does take a few minutes and you may fortunately or unfortunately miss a credit reporting uh, day or two, um, because most companies only do credit reporting about once a month. Um, but yeah, you know. Um, yeah. You, they contact, contact the original creditor and say, hey, what's this account about? Who opened it? When was it open? And the company responds with, here's a copy of our member agreement, the blank generic unsigned version. Here's a copy of the last statement with their name, address, and you know all the contact information we had. And yeah, here you go. That's verification of a debt. In a nutshell, that in uh-huh. the balance, um, that's right. verification of a debt. Period. In the discussion. Now it will bump it off your credit report for a hot minute, 
Uh, most people will get all excited. Occasionally, that's just enough to get you a loan approved, and you can walk away, um, and you don't care anymore. The reality is it doesn't do anything to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. The only thing worse, the only thing worse is um, credit repayment services, um, especially what I found, and, and I just have to, I always have to tell people this one. The only thing worse are credit repair services that are for people who have created their own credit disasters. Um, either through poor spending habits, bad choices, or economic volatility of whichever sort. Job loss, massive health care debt, um, an ex, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Because divorce and bad credit go hand in hand. Um, so, with that, not only are those services generally bad, generally bad Um, because for your low monthly payment, they will actually send as little as a penny to your creditors. So if you've got 50 accounts out there that are all open and you owe money and you're paying them $50 a month because that's what works with your budget, they may end up taking a $30 fee and then divvying up that $20 amongst your 50 creditors. Mm-hmm. The only ones that are worse are the faith-based credit repair services. We ran into one of those, and they literally sent us a penny. This person was sending this company like a hundred and some dollars a month um, to pay on her 20 different accounts, and each one of those accounts got a penny, and the rest went to God and Jesus. And it's like, what? Yeah. How are we doing this? Why are you doing that? You know? Um, oh, yeah. But looking at it all over, um, it's like they messed up. They really messed up because this is their job. They're supposed to be handling and, you know, seeing that, you know, the scores are correct and whatever, blah, 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 blah. No, they don't. actually it isn't. This isn't their job. That's the fun part of credit re- of bureaus. That is not what they do. That is not their business. Their business is mm-hmm. to supply information and data to corporations to make a creditworthiness mm-hmm. decision, the accuracy mm-hmm. of that information is ultimately irrelevant. Um, but with a preference towards as much bad information as humanly possible, mm-hmm. so that in most situations, um, the the lower a customer's credit score comes back the higher a deposit or fee or rate you can charge them. That's what it's Mm -hmm. all about. So, no, they Mm -hmm. have no interest in fixing your information or keeping your information safe. It doesn't concern them. The, The corporations that contract with them could care less about you and your information, other than they want those numbers. 
And to right. get those, and once they get those numbers, honestly, for most consumers, unless you're rocking a phenomenal credit score, and I'm talking north of 750, you're still going to pay a deposit. You're still going to pay a high interest rate. You're still going to pay through the nose for whatever credit-based service um, you apply for. That, that's the reality of it. That is the hardcore reality. This is a system of punishing consumers for profit. That's all it is. That's all credit bureaus ever do. Um, and right. it's because of the way companies use that information, um, as well as the the education consumers have been given um, about what their credit score means. That right. we were taught that this ban means you're a complete degenerate. This ban means <laughs> you suck at handling money and you're an idiot. This ban, <laughs> narrowly, means you kind of figured out that you're imperfect and you try, but you're still stupid. Then there's the band of, I have good credit. Um, you, you, you know that woman. Do you, you've seen that woman everywhere. I have good credit. Um, and it is like she missed a payment once upon a time, 10 years ago. Um, and then there's everyone else, um, which is a very mm-hmm. small, tiny group who don't need credit to begin with. Right. They, it, they don't. It's, it has, Either that or they've learned they to live without it. They have the it. cash to buy it. Yeah, they have the cash to buy No, it's more importantly, they have the cash to buy it. They just take it out right. on credit because why spend my money when I can use yours? Mm-hmm. But yeah, my accountant will figure it out later. I like bo- mm-hmm. I like travel miles. That's what that is. Like that that last one hundred points of credit, the the seven fifty to eight fifty, or I don't know, it's probably gone beyond that now. Uh Farrah is like mm-hmm. screwing with that formula. Um but that last hundred points are where you have in terms of most companies good credit. Like they'll give you whatever you want, zero percent interest, they don't care. They know you have the cash to pay for it, they're not gonna be out anything. Um, right. And then they penalize everyone else. And that, that's all it's about. That's all it's about now. It's not about making good money decisions in terms of a corporation and your credit worthiness. It's just about getting as much money out of you by browbeating you that you are an incompetent buffoon and mm-hmm. you can't reply to that. That obviously right. you're too stupid to function, you can't pay your debts on time, and, you know, you deserve to pay 18% interest on this car. Or you deserve to have a credit card with 33 and a third percent interest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... I did extend the show so we can get some calls in. I think that we're just going to go to that formula from now on. But remember to check out PCS Network because the Credit Worthless article will be up there. Um, Apparently, it got saved to go onto our Patreon. 
um, and it didn't go, or it went onto our, it didn't go onto our Patreon because we hadn't set it up yet. Now it's going to go up onto our network page, and it's actually a very Yay. good article. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, five pages, well worth reading. Exactly why this is what it is, um, and look for some more stuff coming out from Techie Joe. Um, because he does a lot of good article writing. He is really much a writer person. Um, and, of course, you know, Amanda is always writing stuff. I don't write. I talk. Let them fix it later. But let's take our break, and we'll be right back. And here we go. Do you like a little more grrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. We hope you're enjoying this free content on the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. For behind-the-scenes footage, extra content, and more, consider becoming a Psychic Coffee Shop Barista. Your tall, grande, or venti pledge on Patreon comes feature-packed and helps us keep providing more of the content you love. For more information on supporting us through Patreon, check out our website at pcspnetwork.com. Hi. Welcome. Relax. Have a cup of your favorite topics with your host, Aston Knight. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aston has such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. Live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. Finding a reader is hard. You've tuned into the show and you've thought about calling in, but what you'd really like to discuss is personal or private? Amanda Renzi has over 35 years of experience as a psychic consultant and 20 years reading tarot. With a warm personality, she is a caring and gifted reader who is ready to tackle any issues or concerns that you have. You can have a traditional tarot reading, or she can use her custom-created Serengeti stones to provide amazing insights into your life, your situation, and those around you. Book an appointment with Amanda today. Call 304-729-4344. You can also check out her profile and more at pcspnetwork.com. Amanda Renzi Reading. She's here for you. Hi, I'm Rain. And this is Raven Wind, and we're the Feather and Bone Podcast. Two witches talking about everything witchy and nothing at all. We consider ourselves to be energy-based spiritualists, non-traditionalists, and decidedly not Wiccan. Our views on magic and life in general don't align with other pagans in the community, but we have a live-and-let-live outlook on life. 
So if you want to learn something new while laughing a whole lot, you can find links to our podcast, Facebook page, products, and purchase tarot readings at featherandbone.net. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus Shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as many healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus, taking the spirit where the body cannot go. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out ASIN's website at asinnight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On aceandnight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Asen today. All right, welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed our new break. Please check out our Patreon, and of course, check out um, the article I just posted over on Facebook. It's also on our on TCSPNetwork.com. That's our site where you can reach me or Amanda or even Techie Joe if you got a computer question, and he can diagnose you remotely. All right, Joe, hop up in the commander's seat here. Let's get this rocking. Alrighty, well, leading us off will be 216. 216, you are on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi there. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. 
Thank you for taking my call. My name is Sharon. My birthday is September 1st, 1965. Uh-huh. Question? Life question? How can I help you? Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a work question. Um, I, have, uh-huh. I love my job. There is a young man that sits next to me that is causing me a lot of trouble. Is it ever going to right. subside? Is it ever going to fly back into space? It, it's starting to really oh, – Oh, I my think it's going to – I know, but it's going to fly back in his face. Yeah, I feel like it's going to fly right back into his face and slap him across the nose. He's so nasty. Oh, my gosh. Today was bad. Why is he doing mm-hmm. this? Immaturity. I mean, I'm old. I'm old enough to be his mom. Right. You know, and you, I know you'd like to turn him over your knee, but that's not how you have to deal with this. But he will probably oh, no, be really. moved. You really think he'll be moved? Yes. Does because the supervisors already know what's going on? What this? Does, can I ask you, do people – okay, the, the supervisor does. Do the people – why do they like him so much? They don't. They find him entertaining. They find him entertaining. But they do know the management knows what he's doing? Yes. When do you feel they're going to move him? Probably within a week and a half. And if he runs his mouth one more time to that poor woman that's, like, down from you, like, two more, they may just move him on out the door. If Now, what did you say? If what woman? What was that? There's a woman, like, three chairs down from you. Yeah. If he keeps running his mouth off to her, they're going to move him on out the door. I know who you're talking about. She's the one that has all the power. She's been there, like, she sits exactly two seats from me. She's not there that much. She works at home. But she's been there a long mm-hmm. time, and she's got a lot of pull. Right. You know, she ain't going to put so up his mouth. She doesn't really care for him then? Mm-mm. She will put up with him for a minute. Isn't it? I, it's the way people – I see, I get the impression that people like him the way they carry on, but it's all a game, isn't it? They just play the game. It's all a game, honey. And you, honest to God, what about the big guy? He, he's the big boss. He's kind of short. His name is with a B. He's kind of feminine, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying that in a bad way. Right. Is he like he's always trying to get on his good side? He's always seeing him as a lapdog. He's always what? And seeing him as a lapdog. Okay. I just wondered. Anything else okay. you're picking up? Do you see anybody else? else leaving or what else are you picking up at my job? I feel like there's oh. probably a good turnaround within eh, within a month and a half it's going to be a lot of different people there. Oh my gosh. And you, you, you truly see that they may move him. Yes. Oh gosh. Thank God. Out of the department or just in a different seat? Out of the department. Oh my Okay. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, Ace, and if that happens, I will be so shocked. So the the M Watch guy, it. he's the main boss. What's that? Watch it. It'll happen. Thank you, Asen. You can get your next caller. If you answer my question, I won't ask any more. You got to the point. Okay. All right, honey. Thank Have you. a great evening. Thank you so much, okay? Thank you. 
All right. Well, moving right along, next one's for Amanda, and that is from 347. 347, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi, name is Janika. Date of birth is September the 3rd, 1978. And my question is a love question. Um, I wanted to know if you see uh, someone named Frank and I getting into a deeper, more committed relationship ever, or how you see us going, if anything's going to happen. And I know his date of birth. It would help to know his date of birth. Uh, I know it. He seems... Go ahead. Okay. What what it feels like is like he's taking his time because he keeps, I feel like he's interested, but he sort of holds back. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's sort of testing the waters. I, I feel a caution from him, and it's not a lack of interest. I think either he's been hurt a lot, he's been in a bad relationship, and it's just been really hard for him to trust. Um, I feel like if you can be patient and keep working on that communication and and letting, he has a lot to say that is bothering him, and if he, if he can share that with you, that's something that's going to deepen the relationship. I just see it taking a while. But I I feel, too, um, he's got something in his life that he he's trying to make a huge decision on, and that's sort of eating up his attention right now. Um, and maybe the listening part will help him make that decision. The listening card? No, listening to whatever it is oh. he needs to say. It's he, like he needs to to share deeper things with you because there's a lot on his mind. He does not communicate with me, like, at all. We used to be involved this whole winter, and, you know, I could tell we had more than just physical, even though the relationship was just mainly physical. We both worked mm-hmm. at this and I always wanted something deeper. He would always be like, I don't right. want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. I can only, I don't have feelings for anyone. I don't want a relationship. I can only offer you a good time. That's it. So, you know, he, he knew how I felt. I kept telling him and showing him, let's do this. Let's hang out outside of work. Let's, you know, try to do this. He never wanted to, so I sort of stopped. So it's my birthday passed, and, you know, he just, whatever. He didn't even acknowledge. So I just stopped. So not work. It's like he's around, and it seems like, he is always around, but he's not, he's like acting like a little scared girl. Like he won't talk to me directly and I'm not going to pursue him right. anymore. And I want, I don't want to, but I, mean, I want him to pursue me and I, I just hope he will. Cause if he doesn't, I'm just going to just probably end up leaving a job, hopefully to get more money soon. And I'm not going to pursue him no more. And that's not what I want. I would like him to step up, but I don't know if you see that ever happening, you know, because he has to try I, now. Like I tried. Right, but again, I feel like he's being very cautious. He doesn't just jump in. It's easy to have a physical relationship with somebody. It's not easy to open up to somebody emotionally. And that's what most men men have a problem with. So if, if you, yeah, if you're interested in him, and you want to give it a chance, 
then you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to work on give him a chance to open up on some level other than just superficially. If you're not interested, then that's fine. I I don't see, but I don't see him stepping up fast enough if you're going to give it a time frame. I'm seeing like could be six months for him to open up because I feel like he's got other things on his mind. He's got to settle before he could even be available for a relationship. So that's what I'm seeing. So your choice, absolutely. If if you're not willing to wait for it, then move on. But if it's something you want to uh, allow, you're going to have to be patient with him. Do you see a future, like, strong relationship between he and I? If you can forge that trust and forge that emotional intimacy through listening and through giving him uh, compassion when he needs to share things about himself, then yes. If you need him to step up to the plate and show up with flowers and, you know, in a certain time frame, I don't see that happening. So you would have to be patient. And, you know, the thing is that we can create our future if we get involved. It doesn't just happen magically. So that's the thing. You you know, if there's a connection you feel, you may have to be patient and develop that deeper friendship first. You've already got the physical thing, Um, you know, you have that physical history, but in order for it to last, it's got to have some substance to it. So it it isn't... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, it's just just that he's not ready this moment to to step up and and work on something or create something with you. You're going to... If you if you want him, then you'd have to work on it step by step. If if it's not of interest, then then move on, and and that's perfectly legitimate. Um, but I just feel like could it be could it be worth it? Yeah, if he opens up to you. I just feel like it takes a lot for him to open up. He'd rather just play the game and move on and be unsatisfied in his relationships. And and he can only do that for so long, and then he's a lonely old man. Yeah, he's so, older than me. Yeah, but that if, if he's addicted to the game playing, you know, I just think it, if he's going to be something more, he's going to need time to work on that aspect. So that's my answer. All right. Is he invo- is he involved or in- interested in other people? Not in the way that you're saying. No, he's not. So he's just having uh-uh. like sexual relationships with other people. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's and having sexual. I don't even. I don't even see that actually occurring. I think he's attracted to you. But he's afraid of getting too 
involved right now because he has to develop trust with you. I but don't he's... think he's running I don't think he's running around all over the place. I just feel like he's afraid to be hurt. He's afraid to be vulnerable. That's what I'm seeing and that's what you're going to have to work on developing that trust. If I And that will just take time. Hmm? If I leave if I leave the job that he and I work at together where, you know, we see each other every day, will that just just kill any chance of us or will he like pursue me still in life? Like, you know, if I, if I leave the job, will it kill us? I think it will because he's not at the point he's willing to make that effort. And again, it would take a longer time to develop that deeper connection. Okay. I guess okay. if I yeah, if I leave then that's the furthest that he'll try is by seeing me every day. If I leave then he won't try right, to, like right. Yeah, Where and he will try. Right now, you yes. just got to give it time. Right. Right. Okay, darling, who's next? Okay, well, it looks like we have 770 for you, Asen. 770, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? 770, go on what? 770? I think they're just listening, darling. All righty. Well, let's get them muted. And 929 is up next. 929, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hey, hey, Asen, how are you today? Good, hon. How are you? Fine. This is uh, Terry, and my birthday is 8-12-1983. Okay. How can I help you, darling? Okay. So I talked to you a, a year ago about this, and... I told you that I wanted to do maybe some breast augmentation just to just to enhance my clothes. It's not to get a guy or it's it's just for personal appearance, uh, personal use for mm-hmm. myself. And I'm right. thinking still I haven't done it yet, but I just wanted to see would it be a good idea to get it done after the new year? I would wait till summer. Okay. And here's why. I think it'll be easier on you during the summer. Um, okay. And I think that it's wonderful that you're taking control and building your self-esteem. So I think you need to relax. You need to stay focused on it, and you need to kind of let it move forward. And I think it'll be fine for you. Okay. So the summer of 2020, that sounds good. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay. And I have just one more little question for you. I'm going to start looking for a new job. I would love to go back into corporate. When do you see that Uh new job coming? I feel that new job will be coming in December. Oh, okay. All right. The end of December. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to act. I'm going to actually start looking now. Okay, sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a great evening. You too. 
Okay, and up next for Amanda, we have 956. 956, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? 956. All right, I think 956 is just listening. All right, putting them back to mute and going on to 917. 917, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? 917? We seem to have a lot of listeners this evening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, it is. It's great. I'm just having a moment there. All right, let's try for five five one. <laughs> Third time's the charm. Five five one. What's your name, birth, and your question? Hey, AC, how are you? Good, honey child. <laughs> you always make me laugh. Um, AC, I'm calling. Um, this is T. I'm calling from Daisy, and um, huh? my birthday is December ninth, nineteen eighty eight. And I am calling about romance. Just wanted to know what you saw in that area um, and what's going on there. Say that again, honey, because I didn't catch it. Amanda, did you catch it? Romance? Well, you she's asking about romance. Like, what do you see okay. in that area? Oh, Overall, I feel like it's like picking season. Okay? I feel like you need to go out, you need to have fun. I wouldn't get settled into something. Okay. Well, I'm not talking to nobody at the current moment. I decided not to talk to anybody. Do you see anyone new coming in? I don't see you settling down to the first of the year, honey. To the first of the year? That's what I'm saying. Till the first of the year. Go out and have fun and have some dates. Don't settle in. Just enjoy it as it is. The first of the year, somebody new? Yes. Somebody new. You've already dated them. Then by then, you've already, you know, had fun with them. And it's a good thing. But I feel like right now you just need to go casual. Okay, so will I be dating them now or um, and then settling really with them? But there isn't a relationship. Okay. And can I ask you about my friend who, um, from Atlanta, he's where we're supposed uh-huh. to get married. What's, what's up with this person? He ain't getting married. That's, he's being stupid. Trying to get <laughs> out of responsibility. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. All yep. right. Oh, and one last question. How do you see me doing um, with school and work this year? School and work will be fine. I think it will be a lot of balancing out, a lot of aggravating. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome, darling. Okay. All well, right. next up, or are we doing one more? We've only got six minutes left. Do you want to get one more in? 
Yeah, we'll do one more in. All right, then 407, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi, this is Lori, and my date of birth is 528-1966. And my question is, we have a gentleman who has been helping us and doing repairs on our house, and I pick up a vibe on him as if he's disingenuous, maybe even a little bit of a klepto taking things. Um, The first letter of his name starts with the letter J. My husband's been, um, I guess, giving him side jobs for about two years now, and I, I tell my husband what my perception is, and my husband doesn't really believe me. So is is what I'm perceiving correct, or what is it about this gentleman that just doesn't sit well with me? Personally, when you just started talking, I got the same thing from him. Okay. He didn't even have to go as far as his first name was Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. I just feel, or his first letter of his name was Jay. It just feels like, yeah, he is somebody not to be trusted. I would wrap it up with him as quickly as possible and get somebody else in there. Um, what I what I feel is you are a good judge of character, and your your radar is really clear. Okay. So trust yourself. You didn't make this up. You you don't. I don't feel that you are the type of person that naturally mistrusts people. I think you tend to look for the good in everybody and because your warning bells were going off, you need to pay attention to that. I would make sure that anything valuable is safely locked away and that you limit how much um, exposure anything of value uh, is within the vicinity of this person. I if he's doing a lot of work around the house that could be hard, but if you can limit how far he gets in the house, that would be a good thing. And I would I've, also not tell him I would also not tell him too many personal things about your schedule, um, when you're home, when you're not. I would just be cautious. Perfect. One more quick question. I've been applying for work what feels like forever. I'm at the point where um, it's exhausting, and but I, I'm still joy. I still have a high vibration. I've still got the pep in my step. I still get excited about writing and, and um, you know, applying and whatnot. Um, do you see my efforts, you know, showing some kind of, of uh, crap like a net, bagging anything in my net? Yes, and what I feel is uh, not only the applying process, but if you can put yourself into social situations where you get to casually meet people, I would work on your elevator speech, you know, just to give a really quick summary of what you do. Um, I'm seeing by the end of this month you're going to hit really big. Um, I feel like you're going to, to connect with somebody, feels like a woman, uh, that is going to be totally open to what you do. 
um, and she's going to be somebody that you feel very comfortable with. So, yes, I I feel keep keep your positive vibes going because it's been a tough couple of months for all of us. Just hang in there. You're almost there. And I feel like this is going to be a really good job where you're going to feel supported by your management, which I get you didn't always get prior to this. Exactly. I've got a house on the market. Do you see it selling? It's been on the market for a while. Uh, it feels like you may have to hold off till the spring. Um that's why I think this, I see the, the job coming in first, and then okay. I think you're going to get better money in the spring. There's something about this time. There's either a glut of open houses right now, and there's too much competition. Um, it just feels like spring's a better time for that. Nice. Wonderful. Wow, that was nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And you have I a lovely really good things for you. Yes. Aw, thank you. And thank you for validating my radar. <laughs> All right. You All have right. a good night. Thank you. You have a great Thanks. night. Um, and... All right, guys. That's the end of our show, unfortunately. We've run out of time. You can always book Amanda for a reading by either going to pcspnetwork.com and clicking her profile, or she is on Facebook, like I am, like the show is. And, you know, you can search them equally. It's Amanda Renzi Readings. And Renzi is R-N-R-E-N-Z-I. See, I got it right for once. You you did. It's just before yes. this, it was just too late. Beyond you know, beyond your uh, your uh, time to go to bed. So you know. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have a great evening. Tune back in Friday night for Mountain Bears, and of course Amanda will be with me Tuesday, and we'll be talking about I don't know. I think that we may actually kind of take on something a little different for us. Um, hey, Amanda, you want to talk aliens? Oh, you know I'm always up for aliens. Yeah, so we'll talk the theory of aliens. And who knows what else we'll get into. You guys have a great evening. Love you all. Night, guys. Good night. Good night. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asen's website at asennight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On asennight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Asen today. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network.